Well, she just a killed Chloe. She'll no take any advice. It's a drafty double bell, you heat her up and she have to get twice. Her father's just a waster, her mother's on the game. She's just a Celtic clipping, but I love her just the same. So, wait another In Machine podcast, doing it a little bit differently this week, uh, or this, this time out, and I've got a couple of guests on. I'm joined by Tam, how you doing, Tam? I'm good, yourself? Brilliant, mate. And Dylan Easton as well. How you doing, Dylan? I'm good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good. I, I'm, look, I'm glad I could uh, get you two boys on. Um, trying something a bit different for this episode. And, um, we'll maybe put a wee twist on it to, to the way we do the normal episodes, but at the same time, we'll sort of cover off a few of the points that we would ordinarily in a normal podcast. And we always used to kick it off with sort of a, a review of the, the last game, but... It was so long ago um, that we'll not quite kick it off the same way. We'll just look at the the season as a whole, what we got up to the break. So I suppose I'll I'll kick it off with, with yourself, Tam. Um, what do you think about the this second season for Kelly? Maybe compared to the first season and how, how he's started? Yeah, um, personally, I think it's probably been harder for um, us as a team in a sense of everybody kind of set up differently. Um, last year I felt like people had more of a go at us which left them more open and that's why there was probably more higher scores than this season so um, it's been harder to break teams down um, uh, and teams have got better um, people, the loan league's attracting better players so every other team is getting stronger but again we've, we've managed to, to grind um, especially the away games and, and we've only um, had probably the one hiccup which um, has, has still got us to the top of the league. It's been a bit, I mean, you look back to last season, it was a bit of a two-horse race between ourselves and uh, Bonnie Rigg, whereas this season you've got a few other teams in it. You think that makes for a wee bit of more, uh, a more exciting league, I suppose, than to, to play in? Aye, definitely. I th- Again, as I said, see, because it is harder and there is better players, it is, it's, a, it's a more exciting game because you're you're really having to push and at times last season it was maybe 6-0 in the 50th minute and I you want to keep pushing but at times it becomes farcical because they end up with 11 men in their own half and you're keeping the ball for the next 30 minutes and I think it's good because you're, you're winning the games and you're winning them by high scores but there's there's no development in it there's no um, there's no pushing to need to score that goal within the last 10 minutes or, or need to um, need to get the win but Again, it's I know Dylan's own, but you've got players like Dylan and that. You know you can push to the last 10 minutes and, and you've got match winners in the team like Higgy, Dylan, Fash, uh, Ross Falk that, that will win you a game um, as long as you, you stay within the, um, the scoreline of being close to the three points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's been a, I suppose it has been a bit of a trickier season. You, you've been able to see that, but for yourself, Dylan, Coming out across goals has been a lot easier for you this season. How have you found playing? Yeah, I mean that was that was obviously one of my main my main targets this season. Obviously, for last season, not scoring enough goals. I know I missed sort of half the season with a bad injury, um, but even when I was back, you know, I was thankfully for time and stuff, and, and the players sort of behind me that were always getting me in the right position. But last season, I wasn't sort of capitalising and getting in all the right areas and maybe not shooting as much. So, I, you know, I spoke to the gaffer and. 
and it was always something I wanted to add to my game this year, more goals, more assists and, you know, try and help the team and, and score as many as I can because last season, they, as I said, the positions I was getting and I wasn't scoring enough goals. So every time I sort of got in that position this season, I've been shooting more and, and you know, thankfully they've been they've been finding the net and it's, and it's obviously been helping the team. 100%. I mean, you, you could see you've got the ability to beat a player and sometimes you'd go to the point where you'd beat them two or three times just because you could. Um, whereas now, aye, you seem to be going for the back of the net a wee bit more and aye, it's, you know, it's working and it's, it's getting on the score sheet a bit more. The the, the style of play, one of the big differences has been the style of play for Kelly this season. Um, it seems like it's been a lot more possession-based with yourself, Tam, and um, Tidzer and the, the central midfield sort of controlling the pace. Do you think that's given you a wee push as well, Dylan, in, in terms of being able to find more opportunities? Yeah, I mean, even last season, you know, we sort of had all ball players, like obviously Scott Linton as well, who, who played on my side, he would bomb forward. So I always sort of had that option and, and the defenders are always obviously wary of Scott, where he's, his goals that he scored as well. So it, it gave me that space as well to get sort of an overload and stuff like that. And, and even this season, the gaffer sort of, he's, he's just, he's been really brave with the fullbacks. He said it to us this season that he wants our fullbacks, you know, bombing forward, playing high. And it gives it like say like me hiking stuff to sort of get that sort of little space inside to to go and try and hurt teams and yeah as you say it's it's the, the style of play that we've, we've sort of carried on for last season but I feel that we're play we we were playing like some lovely football so no it, it makes it easier when you've got players like Thomas that's that's in behind it that that can feed you the balls. See on that I don't I don't think there's been a massive difference in. The way we've tried to play, it, it yeah. looks like it because, again, I go back to, I think teams are are being yes. more cautious in a sense yeah. of how they want to play against us. So it then becomes more possession-based from probably our defenders and mean Tidzer yeah. because we've got a front four that will hurt anybody. And we, we, even when we played against the teams within League One and um, the Premiership and the Betfred Cup, we hurt them with the four we had up, up, up top. Yeah. So I think teams yeah. are probably right. To, to be cautious and sit in a bit more as we were last year teams were trying to have a go and they were losing 8-0 and, and 7 and 9-0 as we were yeah. this year the same games are maybe only finishing 2-3-0 and that's because they're they're quite right within their, within their rights to come um, sit in sit deep and, and make it up to us um, to break them down which I think we've right now we've handled that, that, that well enough to um, to get the points um, and get out of the line yeah because I, I, exactly what you say, I feel that, as Thomas said, that people, the teams that were playing last season, they sort of had more of a go because they never sort of knew what to expect. And, you know, last season's like score lines were like crazy at times. So yeah. you know what to expect. So they were coming in, making it difficult for us. So I think that new style that sort of the gaff wanted to do was keep the width so we could try and stretch teams, try and create the space sort of in behind or for the, the sort of three behind fast. So... But no, as Thomas said, that you know, then the rights to, to come in and make it difficult for us, and you know, we've we've scraped away sort of away to gala and tough and stuff teams like that. So yeah, it's tough, tough league. Uh, no, that gala, that gala game was that was uh, one of my favourites for the season so far because it was near it was near walk in the park, but he's he's played so well in that one, and you're doing a few bodies as well. I remember there was a couple of injuries not long before as well, but yeah. no, it's um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting point, and what you say there about. Try sort of stretching teams out and playing the the wider game. I remember when Barry first came to Kelly, and it wasn't necessarily Barry that was 
the issue, but you see when we went and we played at a bigger park at Falkirk Stadium or to be honest, even at Ainsley Park it was a bit tricky well, as soon as we were on that bigger, wider pitch. Um, whereas now there's there's sort of no fear when you're going to teams like that. And I suppose a big part of that is boys like yourself coming in that have got that experience at, at playing at the higher level. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so I suppose sort of moving back to this season in particular, though, what what's been some of your highlights for for the season? I'll, I'll kick off with yourself, Dylan. Um, when you you look at the season so far, has there been anything that stuck out? Uh, just obviously what Thomas said. We sort of had that one little blip against East Kilbride, um, you know. But I thought we had enough chances in that game to even win the game. I think they only scored with our sort of maybe first shot on our only shot on on goal, which obviously came off the post. But just uh, just just the way like we've kept winning games and and kept sort of. It's just playing the same sort of style of football and stuff, and yeah, just scoring goals as well. Obviously, adding adding more goals to my game was obviously the highlight. One of them, well, one of my highlights personally. But yeah, as a team, as a team, you know, just winning games and staying at the top of the league. You know, that was obviously our main objective towards the start of the season as well. You know, we we've got a squad that we feel that we don't really want to be playing in that league. You know, no disrespect to the league because there's a lot of teams that will be like pushing as well. So, but we we feel that we are just same again to go and win the league, try and get out and, and push up to get in the SPFL. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned it there, Tam mentioned it earlier about the sort of calibre of the the Lowland League. Um what's been what's been your thoughts on the, the league since you both came into it? You've obviously got experience playing all across the board in, in SPFL and to a step down to come and play alongside Barry and, and all the boys that you already came in the the only what what's it been? What's your thoughts on the the league, especially over the last year and a half time? Uh, to be honest, I found it harder than I did um, even at Forfar in League One. I found it harder in a sense of um, it's probably because there's made a demand where you need to win. Um, I you need to win at these clubs that, that I've been at before, but. If he didn't win, it was like next week we win. It wasn't a, a, a Kelty, we need to win the league. If we don't win a league, it's a failure. If we don't win a game, it's a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't draw, if we draw, it's still a failure. So for us, I think um, we've adapted well to to the league and the different teams because I think one week you can go from playing a team that that will really go for you um, and make it hard as Gala did. And the next week you can maybe go play a team that, that's at 11 men with deep in their half. You have to break it down. So the different styles um, is probably the hardest thing that I've found. Um, probably in the leagues above that every team comes and they just play 11 for 11 um, yeah. and use the full pitch. You'll probably find, I reckon, maybe about 80% of the games we've played so far have been played in the opposition half. Um, so it's tight. It's uh, You need to move it quick. You need to be very patient um, so I think that's a the style of play that, that I've probably had Dylan will be the same that if we've had to change and play a certain way it's probably been the the kind of difference um, since I moved into the league but again it's enjoyable and I don't think I think people are now starting to realise probably with teams like Kelty East Kilbride um, BSC had a great cup run last season are showing that um they're not far away the, league, the teams are not far away it's in this league um, and I think naivety is only the thing that will stop people um, watching our league and, and the teams in the Lowland will, will not just be us will not just be so bright 
within the next few years, um, there'll be more, but more than one or two um, getting to League Two, and you can see with how Edinburgh are doing and how Cove have done. That yeah. um, I, personally, I think that we did deserve a crack at it last year, but it wasn't to be. But I just hope this year that we get another chance to to go and make that right. No, absolutely, and um, well, we'll obviously we'll hear a chat about sort of the close of the season, um, whether it's a second half or or what what we think is going to happen sort of towards the, the end of the pod. But sticking with sort of the season so far, you've both had a, a sort of bit of experience playing under Barry um, at different levels, and now for a year and a half at, at Kelly as well. What what do you reckon? Bearing in mind he might catch up on this down, but. <laughs> what 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 do you make of his sort of progression over the last well, season and a half? Dylan stays with him. Dylan stays with him. He's probably he's he'll be in the next. <laughs> <My tea on>. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the tea on. <laughs> what 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 do you reckon though? But his his progression. No, I've uh, obviously last thing with him a while ago at Clyde. Um, obviously, it never. It never went as as well as expected. Obviously, I only played. I think it was about six games. And then I done my ACL, so I was coming back for that. But signing on from last season, it's it's just you, it's the same that you get for the gaff. You know, he's just he's he's got that winning. He just wants to win games. He's he's just got that winning mentality, and I I think that's why a lot of the players that are here just now um, signed straight away as well. Because when he when he picked up the phone and, and spoke to me about it, the way he he goes forward and the way he wants to play, that's it was a no brainer. But yeah. I think we've just we know what what to expect from the gaffer. He's he's just he's just hungry and just wants to win games. Yeah, what about yourself, Tom? Uh, hi, it's a different. Um, it's probably <laughs> different to what I had previously. Um, Jim was probably more relaxed and weird. Uh, yeah, with Barry, it, do, it did take a bit of used to, especially when I was on the part and he was screaming at me. Um, <laughs> I was cussing him probably for eighty nine minutes of the game. <laughs> um, but you know why he's doing it he's doing it for the right reasons he's doing it because he wants you to get better he wants you to win um, yeah. and when you think about that it's, that's when you, you get on board with it and uh, you know that what he's saying is he's right because um, he's been there he's done it he's proved that um, he, he knows the game and, um, and I think that's why our team has been successful so far over the last the last two se- uh, well, season yeah. and a half um, I feel and, tell that sorry Tom sorry mate no, I you feel go. a because of the players that we've got that have played at that level, you know, that I think that's why he gets on at us so much because he knows he knows what we're capable of doing. So even when we're having sort of off game and he and he goes he goes through us, it's because he's just he knows what he can what we can what we can sort of give. And that's I think that's the reason he, he goes through us as well, because we've got a squad that's fully not just eleven that play on the pitch. I mean you can look at the bench and even boys coming back for injury that it's all boys that have played at, you know, the top level. So I think that's the reason he sort of he, he gives us that that extra sort of nastiness as well, just to get <laughs> to get at us. No, absolutely, and yeah, I think, I think you mentioned it right there. I think people know he's a winner, and I think that's where a large chunk it comes from. What about um, before we just finish up on on this wee bit? The, bit? the only thing you can do, I suppose, as a football player at the moment is to to get your five Ks in. Something that, that football players are. I they love to talk about, but I get the, the gaffer's got always... his skis on. <laughs> <laughs> what you... can he miss it? What's that been? What's that been like? Has he got his all? Has he got his all competing? Is is the competitiveness still there, or 
is it sort of battles against yourselves? Is he getting his runs in and and comparing them to yours or? I hope no. <laughs> I hope no. Um, no, well, he's, get, he's, oh, go on, Sam. You go, man. You he's go. got his running. He's got his a certain. Um, every run's different, so it's not just a five k. It's probably more related to, um, just keeping us ticking over for, for a, a chance of when we do go back. But it's, it's tough. Believe me, it's tough. And uh, I'll probably find it. I'd probably find any sort of running tough. But um, it's good because it keeps you keeps you sane. It keeps you getting out the house for a bit. Um, yep. and it's something you need to do, isn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, who's sorry? When we look at that, those runs, do you track it against each other? Do we know who's who's the who the sort of battle is at the top within the team at the moment? Uh, you don't no. need to worry about me there. <laughs> no, I think what it is we're just we're in a we're in a sort of group chat, and the gaffer will sort of forward it to Bob, and Bob will sort of put in the group chat and let us all know what sort of runs to do. And once we've completed our runs, we'll just take a screenshot of it or save it or whatnot and just, you know, forward it to the gaffer and let them know that we've sort of done it. And we get the good old, you know, the good old thumbs up back. So <laughs> You get that as well, Tam? Uh, sometimes I get <laughs> not fast enough. Uh, the goalie date, did your missus date for you? I've had that, I've had that, I've had Apart from the thumbs up, I think. <laughs> so next up, we've got to have a, a wee look at the, the team of the decade, something that we're sort of doing every week or two, firing out on the weekend. Latest one was the left mid position, and it was it was yourself, Dylan, that picked up that and got yourself a place in squad. So congratulations. How did that feel? Yeah, it's good to, to obviously get noticed and to, to get to get people to vote for me. But um, it was nothing I sort of expected. We had seen obviously people speaking about the players that were obviously that were obviously else that were in it that had played for the club for numerous amount of years, and I've only been there so sort of a year and a bit. So to get picked from people recognising me just in, in that short space of time, it, it yeah, it means a lot. Yeah, absolutely, it's one of those where. Um, because you're right, there was obviously there was a few boys, and it was a bit, of a, it was a wee bit of difference in um, in the players that went. Some of the boys for the Super League, some of the boys for the, the new team, and in between as well. So um, it's still a, a massive achievement because the club's had a, a huge falling for for a, a lot, well, a lot of years, um, for many years. So yeah, well done for that. And I suppose I just want to get your thoughts on sort of who you think about or what you think about the the rest of the team that's in there. There's obviously some that you'll be familiar with um, in the likes of Linton, who was, he picked up left-back. Um, yep. Flame, who's spent a wee bit of time uh, in the, the SPFL as well, you might be familiar with. And then there's a few boys that have just been characters across football in the likes of Murray, Tam Courts and Gaz Leighton as well that, that have picked up notches. What, what do you make of that team as the way it's shaping up? Um, I'll go with Murray Castells first. He's been playing at the rang level. Oh, his life and he's still at the rang level. Um, just through experience of who I've played with at higher levels, easily he could easily go up there and play. Um, with the technical ability, the, the, the football brain, the only thing he's not got is a normal brain. <laughs> <laughs> he's he was just mental, absolutely yeah, mental. And it doesn't take him much to lose the plot. And I think that's probably the only thing that's held him back. He could, yeah. he, the things that he could do. But it was a pleasure to have him behind me. It was brilliant because I knew I was always getting the ball. He was clever. He was a good defender. He just couldn't stop losing his head. The little little things within the game, even 
when we were winning seven and eight now, I could hear him fighting yeah. with the strikers. The strikers weren't even doing it. I could hear him fighting with them. <laughs> um, and I think that's something that's well. I, I think that's just something that's probably held him back and he, he should easily have been. So he's probably I, I can understand why he's been voted in um it's the centre half. Yeah, I totally I, I totally agree with Thomas. Like he was he was one of the ones that was never he was never blessed with a the fastest pace, but he's he used to read the game so well, like, and he used to do a great job for us. And obviously, with, with Thomas saying that the style that we played, we used to try and get you know ball and centre backs, people that could play out for the back and pass it. And he was he was one of the ones that from levels. Who good, do you? Yeah. What? No, but as I was saying, it's. Uh, the levels that I've sort of played it for playing up leagues leagues above, he's he could easily play that level. You know, I'm no yeah. one uh, hopefully doesn't watch this and bum himself up, but no, he's he was definitely a good player, like a very good player for us. Yeah, absolutely. I think he had that ability where um you didn't even really need a loud goalkeeper when he was in the, the back three or four as well, because <laughs> he just he just kept that line in, in shape and I if, if anybody stepped at your place he should let him know about it um to a hundred percent. And I tried to fight uh, the first week I was in. He tried. Uh, he was giving it all the big licks for me, like giving it all the shouting. So I had to put him, put him in his place until I was going to bar him. <laughs> I'm sure that went down well. Uh, I'm leaving. Why tell you the conversations I had with him in a football part? Brilliant. It's, I, no, it's good. I, he's a, a, a top player as well, and. Um, I think it'll be good to see how sort of the team develops as we we go through the rest of the positions as well. Uh, I suppose it's a wee bit of fun the the team of the decade thing that we've been doing. Someone else is what I have a look at. Don't worry, we're not handing out any real awards just now. But it's been a while since there's been any football. I just want to get your thoughts on um, who's I suppose for the season so far. Who some of the standouts have been? So if it was sort of the, the sportsman's dinner tomorrow. Who would you be putting your money on to get the player of the year? Uh, I would go, and I'm to no cause he's there, Dylan, because Dylan's upped his game again this year. Um, and he's shown that extra bit of quality that has won his games when we are hovering under the cosh. But anyway, he would be second, so I'll go for. <laughs> I'll go for. Uh, Doogie Hill. Just because he's probably not the easiest in the eye in a sense of he's no probably like most of the players on our team that want to get on the ball and play, but he's a warrior and 11 of them would win you a league, believe me. Um, yeah. And I, I think every time he steps in the park, he's got that um, that winning mentality that even when you're only feeling yourself, playing yourself, he'll push you on and you're probably scared to make a mistake, which... Um, which makes you makes you play better. <laughs> he's absolutely solid. Eh? He's like, um, I suppose one of the reasons he's not as well sort of you don't notice him as much is because it's just no nonsense. He's one of the defenders that just gets rid of the ball, and it's fantastic when there's a set piece as well because it doesn't matter who's in front of him, how many players are in front <laughs> of him. If there's a, a corner kick coming in. He goes right through people and right through the ball, and he's he's got a couple of tremendous goals as well. He's superb, superb to watch. But you're right; he's just he, he kind of quietly goes about his business, and I suppose one of the reasons he maybe isn't the most memorable is because he doesn't make any mistakes. 
Yeah, certainly. It's no bad he's thing. Had mere, he's had mere red cards and appearances. I <laughs> 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 I don't if we we've I think we've done all right this season as far as uh, uh, the discipline goes. I think we've we've even picked up a red this season. No, Dougie just gets took off as soon as he gets booked. Ah, that's uh, it. That's probably how every time he gets booked, <laughs> he just gets whipped off. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, we'll we'll go with that sort of for a, a sort of player of the year. What about a a goal of the year, um, Dylan? If you had to pick one out, and we've seen some belters already this season, what one do you think? Sticks it the most. What would what who would pick up that goal of the year? Uh, God, I need to have a think. Um, I mean, there's been there's been some. You, you've had a few yourself. There was, um, there was obviously Austin's one there against Ranra, which kind of came out of nowhere from uh, the side of the box. Higgy had the overhead kick. Um, I think in the so first game of the season. Seems so long ago. Um, yeah, it does. I. I would go hundred percent. I would say fast. Now I think about it. Hey. The the fast the fast Scottish Cup one was a belter. Um, you must like, remember some of yours. What have you had, Dylan? <laughs> uh, mines. I don't know. I can't mind. I think the one away to um, away to Gala was a good one. Aye. Uh, that's right. Aye, the turn. Yeah, especially the time in the game. I think they had just scored to make it one-one, and uh, I think it was like five or ten minutes after, it and we managed to to see it out. Um, to the end and, and sneak away that 2-1 so I think that goal personally would probably be my, one of my favourites this season um, but yeah I couldn't agree agree more with Thomas I think the one that the fastest Scottish Cup was the best I've seen this season I think for us uh, Absolutely and I, I don't know if you listened to uh, maybe maybe not one of the games you listened back to but um, we had guest commentary for Ashwin Rahman on that one as well and he was a wee bit I a bit vocal, so that fast goal it kept him quiet for a wee while, which was nice. <laughs> even I'm the one scared, scared he, to watch that back, mate. That's giving me, still giving me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> even his goal, I think Fash's goal against uh, coming to it was. I think we played about forty passes, and it's coming to Tidza, and he's played sort of like a first time ball in the corner, slept. Oh, uh, someday he's reversed it to Fash, and he's stuck on the top. But even that goal as a as a team goal was was. That was yeah, really I think I think there was one. There was one. I, I want to say that you got the assist, but I may be wrong. Where you played it through to Austin as well, um, or it was maybe Philip or Higgy. I can't remember. Um, but it just it sort of fed it nicely through and fast. Just made one of those runs that he often sort of gets caught offside. Um, yeah. But the timing was just perfect, and he, he made it around the back of the defence and slotted it away. And can't remember who it was against, but it was one of the closer games. Been a, been a few though, but will we say we're going to go for the. Uh, I probably would have been. It would have been my assist. Like, it would have been one of my passes, no doubt. Pass? <laughs> That'd been your only pass this season. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, what about a couple? We'll do a, a couple more before we move on. What if we had to, to give it? I don't think they do this at a sportsman's dinner, maybe someone for players only, but if we had to get to the biggest wind up in the dressing room and on the park, who, who gets that one? I'd go Higgy. I'd go Higgy. I think Higgy's a he's got in him. He's he's, he's, a ruined, he's ruined a few of my post game interviews like Quiz. Um <laughs> shout oh, he's an, he's out of the match. The way he speaks to some of the other players on the field <laughs> is incredible. I think I think that's why me me and Higgy get on so well because we just we just class, I think we're just we're just the same kind of person at times. Um but he's nah, he's a great lad, but he has he's he's definitely got that wind up in him like 
he's got the right voice for it as well. Like that voice will rise above anybody's that accent he has. Oh, he loves the word fat. The amount of people he's called fat that I've played against. Twat. Oh, ah, yeah. Twat. Shut up, you fat twat. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And, and we'll, we'll finish the, the last one on a, a support, a nicer note. Um, who, who's, who's that sort of most reliable boy in the, the squad, the guy on and off the pitch that you can just rely on um, more so than, than anybody, I suppose? I, I, I would go... Probably Tidzer. Um No, Tidzer definitely you can you can do that, but probably one that nobody would think is Ross Fulp. Yeah. Um, you know what you're going to get from him um, training. You know what you're going to get from him in a game, and you'll probably know me a nicer boy within football off the park. Um, he's just like a, a, genuinely a good guy. Um, and again, that's another player that's probably played uh, could easily uh, play at a higher yeah. level. Um, yeah, so I'd probably say him. Yeah, I'm the same. I totally agree with Tom. Like, I think Roscoe's. He's just you'll get what you get for Roscoe. He's just a pure honest boy. And I think from last season, the first season I played, I I never knew who he was. So I was coming into a team that I think he was the only one from them that's actually been kept on. But from last mm-hmm. season, he was he, he was honestly unplayable. Things he used to do in games and his runs and the amount that he used to run in games was just crazy. But he's, yeah, I agree with Thomas. I think he's definitely most, sorry, as well as Tidzer because obviously club captain as well and 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 the boy that he is, he's obviously right up there as well. But yeah, between them two, but Roscoe, I think Roscoe would like it for me. Next up, we've got a, a player v player. Um, we we can te- sort of test your skills on the, the park, so we're going to testing a wee bit off the park with a bit of player knowledge here so I've got three questions for each year and a, a bonus point in there as well and yeah just how well do you know your teammate I suppose so I'm going to kick off with, with you Tam I've got some questions for you okay go for it alright so Dylan started off his sort of pro and youth career at Levy but where did he go after Livingston St Johnson is he right, Dylan? <laughs> Berwick Rangers. Oh! I was. I went to Berwick for. I went to Berwick for. I think it was about half a season before. Uh, before joining with St Johnston. Yeah, that's you right. Played with so many clubs. That's a horrendous question, by the way. <laughs> so so many teams. Well, mate, it's hard to pick for. You. Oh, here they're, they're not. They're not dead easy questions. Like, um, right. Question two. Uh, one of one of your first loan spells. It was at our growth. How many league appearances did Dylan make at our growth? I know this one. Didn't have been many then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, who was he in loan for? St Johnston. Oh, I'll go for eight. No. You're right. No, nah, I think it was, it was three or four, I think, because it was an emergency loan. Um, yeah, three. Three, yeah. Because I think the first one... Uh, Who makes got... three appearances, man? <laughs> <laughs> it was an emergency loan because I think the boy at St. Johnson just wanted me out. He was sick of seeing my face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, la- last question. So... Obviously, we've spoke about Dylan's um, goals this season, but last season, how many goals did he score for Kelty? All competitions. Uh, 
14. 12. Oh, I have something lucky. I, is that what it was last season? 12, I. What are you that season? I'm about 12. I'm, I think I'm about 12 this season already. Right. And you're, you're, I suppose, a save, potential saving grace here. One, one of those goals was in a cup game, but who was it against? Oh. <laughs> I know. I think I know this one. Oh. You know. I guess when uh, Hubby done his ankle, wasn't it? No, that, that was. Oh, that was last season. I it was. Uh, oh, what they call England? Solihull. <laughs> no, 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 Sterling Uni. Sterling Uni. You weren't even playing against Solihull Mills, were you? Nah, <laughs> you weren't a You weren't even an eighteen. Just as well, because it, it wouldn't have been one one out of. Than what I usually <laughs> do. <laughs> oh, that was right. zero. So, nah, it was, it, was, wow. it, was, it was it was still in uni because the only reason I remember it is because I'm sure it was Hubby that made a late run and he's went to back keel it back to me and ended up doing his ankle. Yeah, and I, I scored and, that game. And the oh, keeper, that's not a question. The keeper ran out, I think, try to try to get, it, but I've just rolled it through his legs. Just was <laughs> <close> them. <laughs> so you've got you've got a score of zero to to beat here to win the the first player. Player, okay. So, uh, Tam made appearances at under 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19 for the Scotland national team. But in total, how many appearances did he make for, for those levels? <laughs> how many Scotland youth caps did Scotland? he get? Can't be yeah. any. How's he made the Scotland team? <laughs> 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 Remember, it was. <laughs> under fifth, under fifteen, right through to under nineteen. Right. Uh, I got about thirteen. Oh, you be close. far away, by the way. No, be far 16. away. Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh. Wow. Don't tell Laura that. Cause I still tell her I played for the first team. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that bit. <laughs> um, so, while Tam was at St Mirren, where, his only loan spell, where did he go? Oh, i seen a picture of that. <laughs> oh, uh. That was quite recent, that photo, by the way. It was on Twitter. Aye, that's where i seen it. Somebody... <sighs> was it Championship? No, there's no, I don't know, there's no clues. Oh, I'll take a guess. Uh, I'll go. Still an Al, still an Albion? Ooh. You're going to kick yourself. Albion Rovers. Oh. <laughs> I knew it was something red. That's, the I'm 40 I'm wearing blue. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing though they were wearing red. I remember seeing it. I was it was recently because it was on uh, someday. I think it was you. The, was it no you retweeted it? Aye, I've got dead long hair in it. <laughs> <laughs> right, last one. So Tam made the most appearances for Kelty last season, but without many. Oh, mustn't be every game. How many games in a season? And it's it's all competitions, but we didn't play we didn't play um a full no season. season as well. So. Uh, but 
32. I'll go. Oh, 16. 36. 36, yep. Yeah. I suppose the only way to make this not a complete write-off, for your bonus point, he scored in one Lowland League game. Who was it against? Oh, come on. (laughs) It was an absolute raker. I wait he's still in uni. It was, it was still in uni. So to close things off, sort of looking forward, everyone's up in the air at the moment about whether football will continue. The latest update that's came out has said that we've got to wait until I think the first day March to get another update on on if football will resume or not. For argument's sake though, if we say football does resume and we get to play play the league out. Is there any games that sort of stand out for you that you are itching to, to go and play? Yeah. Uh, personally, for myself, obviously, the likes of Bonnerig and stuff, um, obviously from last season, obviously there's, there's no fans that can come, but the game last season was 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 unreal. And I think we, well, obviously how close it was with the two years going right, right to the death, Um and I think they're up there again this season. So they were definitely one of the games that I was I was right looking forward to. Um, it was always it was always exciting, and they they made it tough for us. So I think Bonnerig was was definitely one of the games I was looking forward to. And I think the the games that we we had in that week, I think there was a spell just before it. Obviously, we split up. I think we had a weeky like Bonnerig, East and BAC stuff like that. So they're the they're the games that you do look forward to. It's the the so called sort of big teams in the league that we can we can sort of go for it pretty much. So they would definitely be the teams that I was looking forward to playing against. Oh, absolutely. What were you still, Tam? Uh, I think still said We still had a lot of big games to go. Um, a lot of teams run about us to play. Um, but I would go for, if I'm going to pick, I'll go for BSC or East Kilbride. Um, East Kilbride being the fact that they're beaters, so to get another crack at it would be what we were after and yeah. BSC just because last season it was we played them in the cup and we played them in the league and I think the two of them were hard hard games I don't think we never beat them so um, it would be good to take a, a game against them and, and hopefully get um, our own back and points wise against them yeah no I, some some massive games there I uh, Bonnie Rigg gets I suppose after last season that's still Fresh in everybody's mind, and it was it was a shoot. It was a brilliant game as well, and it wasn't a it wasn't an easy win by any stretch. Um, East Kilbride was the one for me that I, I sort of was looking forward to because I I think it was sort of blown up a little bit that when when they beat us at, at New Central Park. But when you you go back and you watch that game, I don't think they were necessarily the better team, um, mm-hmm. and there was a wee bit of luck involved in the way that it came off the post, fell right to the boy, and he was able to knock it into the back of the net. And I those BSC games for last season were were brilliant. Um, just because they're always they're they're quite a physical team. BSC Glasgow, um, which yeah. also that obviously that always gets you going as a a supporter um, when you're playing against a, a sort of team that I suppose could you could sort of write them up as the villains to an extent, um, just with the way that they they sort of played. Um, like some some huge games in house. Unfortunately, we never got to see that sort of run up of games. Justice a football broke up because it. I I mean, you've got New Year's Day off. I suppose was that a positive because <laughs> at one point, I think we were making a trip through New Dundas Park on New Year's Day, which was a bit. 
I don't know. What did you think about when that when you first saw that? Uh, the fixtures were crazy this year, but on the other side, it, it's, it would be hard enough the way they were trying to squeeze fixtures in. Um, yeah. Just with the way the leagues were. But believe me, I would rather go back and, and be playing on in New Year's Day now to, to meet if it meant that the league was going to um, continue and, and finish. Um, so for it to to have to play around about the Christmas time, I it's hard, especially when you're some boys are still working through the Christmas period. That is difficult, but choose to play football, you've got to do these things, ain't you? Absolutely, and um, I suppose that sort of brings us on to the next one where you're saying if, if we've got chances, what what are your guys? What's sort of the ideal situation? Obviously, nobody here has got any idea what's going to happen. Nobody does. We've got to wait through until. Um, March to to find out what the next steps will be, but I suppose when when March comes around, this what he's hoping to what he's hoping that sort of outcome might be. And I know I know you are going to want to see football, but how would you you like to see that sort of presented? What what's the ideal situation? Uh, just I know as you said, don't just say football, but I've not really looked into it. You know, I'm just trying to keep myself ticking over, keep myself fit for when. For when we do get that call, um, hope, hopefully we get to finish out the season. Um, but we're obviously being put back now till March. I just I can't see it happening where with so many games still to be played. I just don't think it's going to be finished in such a short period of time. So we just need to take it sort of as it comes. And and yeah, as I say, keep keep doing our runs and stuff, and keep keep taking over until until we get that call. It will be hard, but squeeze them in. Squeeze them in any way we can. Get the league finished. Then um, again, they are deserved I, champions. Get the the team that deserves it, which I'm hoping would be us. Um, yeah. A good break. Um, get back in. Hopefully, they, they can find a way to squeeze all the fixtures in and, and get a league finished. If not, then so be it. We'll need to we'll need to find a way to find the champion club again. Um, yeah. And, and and there needs to be a playoff this time. They can't keep. Um, demolishing the playoff and, and no allowing clubs for the Lone League or Highland League a chance to, to go up whether that be a reconstruction whether that be a um, Laura's just come in she's trying, to put, she's trying to put me off I think she wants to <laughs> um, whether that be whether that be um, the playoff or, or reconstruction then I think we probably deserve a, a chance but I would personally I would like to win it um, on the pitch yeah. yeah, I think, I suppose one of the biggies is, and I don't think it's something they're necessarily talking about, but they've continued football at Premiership and Championship, which I suppose are the big levels where, um, unless you get another Scotland call-up, obviously, Tam, where... Uh, they, they <laughs> need need to be, it's all right. <laughs> they, they need to be finished up for, for the Euros, um, whereas I suppose you don't want to play right through till the next season starts, everybody sort of needs that, that break in between seasons, but there's maybe not the same, maybe they can do something about this April, um, I think it's April 18th, some point in the middle of April, sort of cut off for presenting a championship. Um, there's been talk about playing um, 18 games instead of 36, things like that. Um, it can be done, and I suppose the biggie is, the copy last season was, you couldn't play football, so you couldn't have a playoff. That was why it didn't happen. We've seen that, that football can can still happen and albeit it's maybe not the fairest way for for a team to get promoted if there was no more games and it had to go down to points per game. But 
and and it's it'd be a shame for some of the other teams for your Bonnie Rigg and East Kilbride that maybe thought they were in with a chance um, and maybe were, um, but at least present our champion and sort of protect the integrity of that sort of a pyramid system. I suppose. Uh, I think the problem with that is. Is I it will be harsh on teams if they need to just pick a champion club, but I think if teams are, are sensible and it, we deserved a chance last year and we never got mm. it. So if yeah. it comes down to that, then I think there should be a wee bit of um, fairness in it um, in a sense of we were denied before um, and that should be, but who am I to decide? I'll not no get that decision, it'll be well above me. So um, I'm sure teams will know good and without a fight either which is yeah understandable yeah I think, I think people at our level of football though I think there will be a level of it might be frustration but they'll want to see it happening I think the bigger threat is going to come from from above um, for a team going down as opposed to a team being unhappy that we go up as such but it's just one of those things that we're, I suppose we've got to same as everybody else and, and wait and see if we get an opportunity if we get that opportunity um, at some point in this brilliant Kelly team that we've got in place at the moment gets a chance to play some SPFL football you boys have both played at that level um, and higher how do you think this team fits into to that we've seen playing in the Betfred Cup and, and the Scottish Cup but what what's your thoughts yeah I, th- I think we're more than capable you know I, I know what you see there with the Scottish Cup but that's sort of a stage where we can we've shown that we can prove it you know we Especially that first half performance, and I think we were we we're sort of cruising two 0 and then I don't know what to talk about the second half, but I'm not sure what quite happened. But it's we've definitely shown that we're more than capable, and I think that stage Stranraer were flying as well. I think they were on like yeah. six, seven, six or seven games unbeaten against you know top top teams in that league, like the top half they were beating them. So yeah, I think I think we're more than capable of obviously competing in that league, you know. But the difficult thing is is trying to keep a hold of probably some of our players if, if things fall through and we end up staying in the league and stuff again as well, you know, it's it, it might be tough, but hopefully, like Thomas says, hopefully we can we can find a way of getting through and, and finishing the league properly and, and you know, do it, do it right because even though last season there was only, I think, what, a couple of games to go, there was still, I think Bonner and I still felt they were in a, in a position where they could probably have nicked it, but yeah, just, I'd rather it was, it was done properly so we could win the league and go up and actually have a proper celebration. Because last year, even though we won the league, I didn't feel that. I just didn't feel that we had won it. If that makes sense, yeah. because everyone was everyone was sort of oh, it was cut short or oh, blah blah blah. And even when we got presented the trophy, it was you never had that that feeling. So hopefully we can get back to some normality, get the season done, finish it out, and and win it properly and go up. Absolutely. Hey, are you got anything to add, Tim? I think the team we've got, I, think, I don't think there's a single player in the team or squad that couldn't go and play at that higher level. Um, yeah. Again, it's hard to say we would go and win that league because you don't want to say that. You don't want to be naive enough to yeah, think yeah. go up there and, and, and run the league because that always comes back to bite you. So you don't want to say comments like that. But you would like to think we would go up there and we'd hold our own and we, we would compete at the top end of the league. Um, you would imagine that the manager and um, the board would would sign players to, to help us with that. Um, I would probably be in the stand every week if he signed another player. 
but <laughs> uh, <laughs> you would think that this squad that we've got, I'm just looking through it, that um, we'd be good enough to, to go up and hold our own and, and hopefully push through the leagues again. Absolutely. Um, fingers crossed it's no, no too long till we get to see the boys back in action. And, and in the meantime, I hope your, your 5Ks and your different sort of runs that you've had day in work out. And I hope, I hope you do get to How long are you doing a 5K in, Sean? Oh, it's my best 23. Um, my best 28 or something. <laughs> <laughs> no far off it, by the way. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on, I'm on, I'm giving up. I used to run longer distance and I, I've given up on the short for the, again, I'm doing longer runs again. So my Saturdays are filled with, the last three Saturdays I've gone out for 20 mile runs. And wow. just, it was, to, to be honest, it, it sounds like it, but I've got nothing else to do. It takes a big chunk of my dates. That's I, I feel, see, mental see for me personally. Ah, uh, see for me personally. I used to, as you'll probably see on the pads, I'm no one for running all the time and and want to run. But see, since this has been off this break, like I feel that it's sort of helped me in a way because running and getting myself fit, like I'm I'm stuck in the house, bored, and I need out, and I've been running, running, and I have I've been running pretty much every day. Um, You're a good runner, though, Dylan. You just don't like doing it. You just don't do it. <laughs> you, you, you're, exactly. you're, a good, you're a good runner. See, when he needs to run, he can run. It's just trying to get myself, him to uh, I got myself to, uh, I done a 5K a couple of weeks ago, and I got under 20 minutes. Um, I think that's the fastest one. It's the fastest one I've ever done, like. But no, you've, done it, brilliant. you've done brilliant. Ah, it's brilliant. And, and I didn't it means I can you. Enjoy it, but it means I can enjoy myself, because I love to eat junk food. I love to eat junk food. <laughs> So I know if I'm burning, I'm going out and exercising and burning enough calories, I can come back and eat what I want. That's it. And I think anybody who says that they like running, they're lying. Like, nobody, no. nobody enjoys it. Everybody <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hates it. Even the 5Ks, like, you know it's only going to be 20, 25 minutes, but there's times where I'm running and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, how's that only been 3K? I've been running for about three hours. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, and you start overthinking it. It's just... They're tough. I hate running. I do hate running. That's when but... I need to use the oxygen mask, I put a key in. That's when I start. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas gets lorry to pick him up. I'm like, I'm done in. I'm done in. I hope I hope they, they continue to uh, go well for you. Maybe get a couple more PBs in there. But um, fingers crossed, it's not too long in football. I want to say a huge thanks for obviously coming on and doing this, I think uh, supporters will be chuffed to something to listen into, and we'll get these on again at some point in the future because we've got to do another one of those quizzes and see if we can uh, do better was, than I was a one eight. Yeah. That <laughs> was an embarrassment. No. <laughs> thanks very much for coming on, boys. Right, <laughs> thanks, Sean. Thanks for having us. Well, she just a killed Clippy. She'll no tag advice. It's a drafty double bill, you heat the rope punch your ticket twice. Her father's just a waster, her mother's on the game. She's just a Celtic clipping, but I love her just the same.